0: welcome back beautiful humans of the world to radio melee back at it again another week we've got a phenomenal guest with us today but we've also got a phenomenal series of hosts here myself and of course tov holding it down hope you're doing good man and void our wonderful guest of honor how's it going man um hope hope, glad to have you with us
1: uh it's going good i'm happy to be here i knew i wasn't gonna be home today so i was like "Ah, maybe i won't be able to do it and then tov told me, Yingling. Called in on a phone while he was driving. That's I was like I'm, I'm sure I could do better than that.
2: He called in on a phone with no webcam in his car, and then oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. And then it, it's he lives in Arizona, and it got really hot, and he, everything just crashed. And he was like, "Oh, hang on a second, guys. It's really hot in my car, so my phone overheated. So I'll turn the so now I'm gonna start my car and turn the AC on. Then it'll be cool enough. But you got to give me ten minutes for my phone to cool down enough to use it. So. Honestly, the fact that we've got your camera and your mic, like, dude, that is, that is crushing it. Levels for real. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never yeah. used
1: this headset before. Uh, I've never you? used it this looks... camera before.
2: <laughs>
1: this is looks just good, for you guys.
3: Well, thank dude, you.
2: As a SoCal resident, as an Ultimate player, I have a question for you. What okay. is going on with our friend Larry Lur?
3: Larry Lur. Why
2: is uh, yeah. why does it feel like the world spotlight is on Larry Lur? How did that Um, happen? What's the story? I feel
1: like I feel like Larry has just like he's slowly evolved into like a low key meme. In the same way like Debuzz gets memed all the time if you see any Smash. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah, He does. But he he didn't really go through like the Smash Four era of, you know, people didn't like Rosalina. Like Larry's just continuously evolved as He's always been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this this is just it's going even further and further and now it's it's gonna. It, there's no stopping it. I don't know. I didn't think it gets to this point.
2: I saw an article. I saw an article in the news. It was some esports whatever website about about Larry Miller's meme uh, meme prominence. Insane. Yeah, I was like, damn, dude. It's they're writing articles about about him. That that that's how you know it's real. Me and Pee-Pee, uh we. It's not on the Golden gardens channel yet, but yesterday we actually reviewed. Smash memes. Mm-hmm. So, for all you Golden Guardians content fans out there, there's there's gonna be a video on the channel probably in a couple days about uh we're gonna be rating your your favorite and your least favorite Melee memes. So that'll oh, be a good time. But anyway,
1: you hear about the incident of '08?
2: The incident of '08.
1: The incident of '08. You mean brawl? No, no.
0: Oh, okay. No, I don't. <laughs> know. Incident of
1: '08. It's a no, uh, it's a recent summit get that happened at Ultimate Summit. I don't want to say skit, it was like a side oh. event.
2: Oh, and okay. it
1: was on a smash for land a plane.
2: And oh, I saw that.
1: <laughs> yes. So uh, people started TV calling 8. it the incident of 08 because, I don't know, just when DeBuzz crashed his plane, everybody just started memeing it. <laughs> hmm. And it was like, yeah, you don't, you don't talk about the incident of 08. After 08, you know, I got my pilot's license. I okay. didn't want a tragedy like that to happen again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Is it Flight Simulator 2008? Why was it 08? I think we're
1: about the year. A, just picked a year. Just, just picked a uh-huh. year? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> then everybody's like, you know, it's 2022 now. We don't want to talk about what happened in 08. Yeah.
2: We have to pick some past yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot I, I of sense.
1: I hope bring that to a Melee Summit. I think that was the best side event I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And,
2: you know, for people in the chat, of course, uh, you know, some some people watch this on YouTube. Uh, for those people, you know, you should join us on a Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific uh, here at. You know my YouTube channel, PP's YouTube channel. We both stream it simultaneously. Uh, and for people in chat right now, you can use exclamation mark radio melee. Uh, it basically just gives you a Discord server link. You can just hop into the Golden Gardens Discord server and ask us any question you want. Of course, Void plays. Well, Void plays ultimate, Everything. but of course, Void plays like a lot of different games. Uh, and so he also plays melee. Uh, plays melee, and every time I see Void, he's better. He's gotten better yeah, every man. single time. That's how it's got to go. You know, it's all about the climb. The climb. That, was right, a climb. So that you, wasn't. A, I know that looked no, like a stupid dance. But I was trying good to
0: do like. I love it. I love the enthusiasm on it, and you know, just for everyone knows that's calling in. I mean, Void, high level competitor, um yeah. strong streamer. I mean, he's out here. So if you got questions about content, you got questions about competing. Of course, you know. You got compa- You got questions about Larry Lur. Anything else in the community? Look, this guy's prepared. All right. So we're we're Here. trying to we're trying to bring people together on the show. We're trying to you know get you guys' hot questions answered. So uh, if you guys got anything for that, um, please call in exclamation radio melee. That's right. Uh, Toph, do you think it would be good for me to ask Twitch something now, or we just take it to the community voice? What do you feel? Go
2: ahead. Yeah, ask him
0: let's see um we did bring up the melee playing earlier so i might just go ahead and dive into that Mm -hmm. um i was kind of curious void because i you know i've i saw you streaming melee one day i think it was a month or so ago and i jumped into your chat and i remember that you were saying you know i've been playing i always feel so bad when people say well when are you going to enter melee tournaments because i've been entering melee tournaments for years (laughs) and and i just don't (laughs) do as well and so i and and so I I you know but you laughed about it you had a good you had a good laugh about it which I appreciate and yeah I was kind of wondering what your relationship to I mean I know you are primarily focused on alt but I I was kind mm-hmm. of curious just for the for the audience that's usually listening what's your relationship to melee because you you saw you like it you you play it some mm-hmm. and you think it's a fun game do you you know what what do you what do you want what do you like about it and do you want anything more out of it
1: um so it, it started back in like twenty. 20- Thirteen, probably. I was playing like PM. What a bad frame to freeze. Anyway, I was playing PM uh, because I wanted to practice melee without tap jump, because uh, ah. you know, we used to know tap jump is Smart. or used to tap jump being on is really hard. So I started with PM. Started entering melee tournaments, but this was back when melee hated brawl and uh hawaii melee they also didn't like league of legends and i was both and i was like oh this kind of sucks oh my so uh, i started playing more smash 4 smash 4 came out traveled got good at smash 4 and then there was a point where i was like "Ah, you know let's go back to playing some melee like melee is fun melee is really enjoyable i've always had a good time playing and um it's just you know, I a lot of people are worried about like the muscle memory switching. that's never really been an issue for me. The games just look so different that it's hard for me to think of this game yeah. the same. More so like decision making can be bad instead of like muscle memory. So yeah. most of the time, like I spend majority of my uh, like competitive career grinding for Smash Four and Ultimate. So when I lose in a tournament, uh, usually I just like having a good time. I don't want to like focus on grinding until I get home. I'm like, you know, I tried my best, did what I could. Let's revisit later so most of the time when i go to majors and i lose i just go and play melee for like the rest of the days and confirm Mm -hmm. can confirm as someone
2: who's played melee with you Mm -hmm.
1: so i started um i started entering with the idea of i'll get out of pools eventually and it's been like five years and (laughs) (laughs) it's hard it's hard
2: you could still get there
1: dude you're gonna Mm -hmm. get there
2: i I know you're gonna get there
1: i almost got uh, i think it was a turning in like 2018 i Almost beat my round one and then I got double four stocked in losers. I was like, what yeah. happened? I was like, how is this even possible? Why did I get double four stocked in losers? Anyways, oh. I just went to go practice. It's fun. I, I enjoy yeah. entering a lot and I enter like a majority of the time, but yeah, I, d- I just don't do that well.
2: <laughs> that's totally, that's yeah. totally fair. Yeah, people, dude, that's kind of how it goes, you know, like, uh, <laughs> God. Yeah, like I was, I was playing with Opsa the other night, and he was like, like, he's like, when are you gonna start entering stuff again?" I was like, "No, I've, I've been entering. I mean, I'm just I'm not, I'm not out. I'm not a top eight like you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, people don't, people don't pay that much attention to the 65th, yes. 49th placers. You know, so
1: it's it especially it like it's the same vein when somebody comes up to you and they're like, "Hey, man, are you still in?" And it's like I've been out uh, for the last few hours, bro. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
2: yeah. yeah um dude but it's it's uh I, I i do want to back up what you said about the muscle memory thing because you know i used to enter i I'd go to well, we had wednesday fights over in in norcal and i would do you know i'd enter melee and all and uh switching back and forth like if anything i felt like it was like almost like a skill like like mm-hmm. if i hadn't done it in a while it felt a little weird but if i but when i was doing it every week like it was really natural and it felt fine yeah um, yeah Probably also you think it helps when you play different characters?
1: A little A little. I I don't know. I feel like if I played Melee chic I just I just can't think of them the same. They're so different, right? (laughs) Yeah, like if I'm not if I'm not bouncing fishing, (laughs) I'm not playing I'm not playing my game. Yeah. So yeah,
2: foreigner's like a kill move, it's completely different. mm -hmm, Yeah. uh Well, we're uh we're gonna take a look at the community voice from last week. Um because every single week we like to you know throw a little bit of a question to the people out there uh the people in the youtube audience people in in
0: in the comment sections um and i believe what was peepy what was last week's question it was uh kadoran was on kadoran. we got, it. we had uh, his question was oh man his question was oh, yeah. Uh, oh which, yeah what top player which top player would you like to see a, play a different character yeah like if only
2: we could see more of X's Y. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I would love to see more of Mango's seek or Armada's <laughs> ness, you know. All right, <laughs> yeah, so they been listen, saying that. I dude, void, I bet there's a lot of this in alt, huh? Maybe not well, though. A Maybe lo- I are...
1: think a lot of in alt. Really? Anytime anybody plays anybody for like more than one tournament or less, uh everybody wants them to play them. <laughs> oh,
2: the Pichu thing.
1: The Pichu thing. Uh, it's Pichu. It, like, uh, I think because a lot of players will try certain characters because there's so many characters to try. And, yeah. you know, some people just become super fans like immediately, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and it's not that like they don't think they're doing well with the character. But it's like, but if they also that's the thing in Melee, I feel like you kind of have to hard commit to an extent. Yeah, it's hard to ah. have an also in melee, but in alt, there's so many possibilities that I think a lot of people always think of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very. Yeah. So that's interesting. So the it's very exciting then to just go for it. hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of I think when you switch in melee um, and one person mentions Plup here, they said they want Plup to go back to Samus. You know, it's interesting. Uh, Plup switched to Samus. It's been several. It switched off to of Samus. It's been several years now. In years, uh, yeah. And then, but when he first switched, everyone was like, oh, you're not going to do as well with Samus as you did. Or you're not going to do as well with Sheik as you did with Samus. And, you know, he's never going to. And then I think within within a year he was doing as well. And then shortly after that, he was doing better or something like that. And, mm-hmm. But people were like, well, I still wish you played Samus. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's it's very different in Melee. There's a lot of there's a lot of wistfulness, a lot of. Well, I wish you hadn't done that, but I, I get it, bro. Uh, in <laughs> Melee. Um, to finish yeah. out the, the Plup one, they wanted Plup to go back to Samus. And then if that's off the table, Axe playing Samus would be phenomenal and bring Axe a lot of hype and representation back to the character. I think this person just really wants Samus, but I'm here for that.
2: Oh yeah. They're, they're, they're hundred percent of Samus fan. Some people <laughs> love Samus
0: and let's be honest, Plup Samus was very sick. Yes. First answer kind
2: of similar because Leffen did used to play, That's true. um, a lot of Yoshi. Well, the first time I ever met Leffen, I don't know if I ever told you this, PeeBee, it was really funny. Leffen was, um, a fledgling. It was Apex yeah. 2012 and we were in a hotel room and we mm-hmm. played uh, some Fox Dittos because he was trying to pick up he was well, I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to pick up Fo- I actually think it was a Falco man back then.
0: Yeah. But I
2: beat him I beat him in in some friendlies. I think it was like three friendlies with Fox and Fox Dittos. And then he goes, Wait, I wanna play I wanna play Toph with my Yoshi. And then he and then he plays uh. Yoshi. Then he beats me and he beats me as hard three games in a row with Yoshi. And then he's like satisfied. He's like, "All right, cool. I got my revenge with my Yoshi."
0: This, so that's, that's why I that's always thought, weapon.
2: yeah. And so I always thought because of that experience, I always thought of him for a, for a while. I was like, "Oh, isn't he a Yoshi main?" Like, that, <laughs> was his, that was his character. That's his character that he used to get revenge for his for uh-huh. his fuck <laughs> for his fuck. So I thought he was a Yoshi main, um, but apparently not. Apparently, he just had a cracked
0: out Yoshi. He was a Yoshi main for a bit, and it was strong. He was, that was really good. The character, yeah, blue,
2: dark blue Yoshi
0: mm-hmm um so i will betray will robinson says
2: maybe we'll now we'll have a probably a character that someone actually didn't play i will betray both my great admiration for solo mains and my great loathing for trading up ah like switching to chic for plup or whatever mm-hmm. to admit how intriguing i find the prospect of wizzy aka new two king bringing his particular brand of precision to top level chic play pretty cool to oh. think about hope it never
0: ever happens <laughs> yeah
2: yeah um huh. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be good at it. I don't know. Yeah, I Probably.
0: mean he's he's just strong. I think you know Wizzy's Fox is something he's played a decent amount, and people say that's pretty good. And obviously the tech chasing is going to be crazy. But yeah, I mean not missing the chic tech chase definitely changes the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Hit a lot of tight punishes, hit some maybe crazy edge guard needle turnarounds. I mean I could see it.
1: I definitely think Wizzy playing another character to like the same degree as his Falcon is a very scary thought.
0: Yeah. We are truly blessed that he he likes Falcon. <laughs> um last one we've got here. I always thought Magi's playstyle was better suited to Fox. I'd love to see how ridiculous her pressure and scrapping would become with such a fast character. I think that's fair. Um yeah. the Magi up air would be a, a lot harder to make distinctive though. I will say that. Foxes do like uh-uh. up air. Magi,
2: um, the thing about Magi's pressure that I think works really well, I mean, that's given that they're bringing up the pressure thing, I do think that Magi really, like, likes the ability to get the pop-up with the Falco shine and then react to it, like, hit confirm it. Mm -hmm. And I think with Fox, like, I've always felt like, with Fox, it's actually not as good to do the cracked-out shield pressure stuff as much, because if you happen to hit a shine, they usually just bounce far enough away that you can't really get anything. Um, but, uh, Yeah, I mean, Madge is absurdly technical, so I'm sure she would make it work. Um, Here's the thing. Uh, Yeah, I I think that ultimately, like, that is generally just going to be a safe answer, though. Like, someone who's really good with Falco usually is just going to be really good with Fox or vice versa. It just kind of works
0: out that way. I mean, it used to be just everyone dual-mained. I remember your Fox.
2: (laughs) That Fox drunkenly won a foundry. (laughs)
0: Yeah, well, that very was, easily I might add. We did we did a bit of the loopy fist style. We did what we had to do, but we got there.
2: That's right. That's right. That's right.
0: Uh loopy. void to clarify, to clarify I was I was quite drunk and so uh-huh. I did not play regular fox. I played I played stand still until uh they give me an opening fox and I did what I had to do. It, it was not so pretty.
2: trolly, and you beat Fat.
0: I did. <laughs> you
2: beat sober fat yeah dude for people like i think people forgot like how good like the the gods and how good pp was like it was like like this was 2015 this was like not even that long oh ago. Whoa. Really? yeah right yeah. this was like
4: 2015
2: yeah. yeah it's like it's i just remember watching it, i was like dude this guy is so fucking good like holy holy cannoli, dude like who just beats Sorry, I'm just kind of geeking out. Well, no, uh, it's Who, it's who not, just beats... You know what I mean? Like That, is that, surprising, that shouldn't yeah. happen. That shouldn't happen. Like You shouldn't just be able to like play some character you don't main and then just be drunk and beat Sober S-Fat. It was, it it is. was actually
0: unreal. It is tough. I definitely thought I was losing that one, but uh, we... I thought we you were, too. It, and we yeah. pulled it out somehow. And Shrimp yeah. was very mad because he said we were going to get drunk and throw together, and I tried, but I didn't get there. Oh. <laughs> uh, you were as drunk as he was. You just... Yeah. I mean... it is what it is i guess i just
3: suffering
2: uh, suffering from success sometimes you just try to throw and you don't
0: yeah void Mm. um void have you you ever i guess just on that note really quickly have you ever played inebriated in any form do you find that yeah yeah
1: um it's it's a little interesting sometimes if i'm at a tournament and i'm like incredibly incredibly nervous you know like just one drink can actually shot yeah it it actually has helped me out uh Cool. good amount of times but also uh, i'm sure you guys know there's it's a very easy to get into a situation yeah, where you with the homies playing smash well like uh, outside of tournament okay you're with the homies playing smash and you guys are drinking right mm-hmm. very common situation uh and i feel like you just socal smash 4 and some of socal ultimate we're, we're tryhards we have mm-hmm. massive socal pride and you know, when it gets going, you know, you're not drunk. You're actually probably fighting for your life even harder. So when it comes to doing it in bracket, if if I were to do it, because I've done it at like a local here and there and just have mm-hmm. fun. I just saw the boys. It's been a long time post-COVID. Mm. And mm. I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. And even while I'm playing, I'm like, I can tell I do this way too often. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm playing better. I know I'm not. But I feel like I'm playing better. <laughs> That's the classic. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, well, oh, we do love a good time, attorneys, and yeah, um, yeah man. Um, I hope we can hope we can have a good time with our upcoming question we got here. Look at the segue. Cool. Um, let's bring in our, our first, first caller. Call. Yes, Venus, what's going on? Where are you calling in from, and what's your question for us today?
5: Sorry, just waiting for uh, the loud motorcycle outside to stop.
6: Hi. I'm, I'm
5: Venus. I'm from uh, I'm from Georgia originally, but I'm in New York. And uh, yeah, uh, my question is, uh, if you let's say hypothetically that you wanted to go pro in melee, um, you had void. You had someone on your you, uh, like I remember when you were campaigning for Summit, you had this person who was really eager to play you, and you wanted to ask. Uh, you just wanted them so badly to to tell you why you oh. wa- they wanted to play you, yeah. and I just thought that you're. You you seem to approach uh, improvement in such a holistic way. I, I'm so curious. Let's say hypothetically you wanted to go pro in melee, how would you go about doing that?
1: Hmm. This huh. is this is a tough one. Uh, because of course I've thought about it a lot. Going pro in melee is hard. Is it is hard. a hard game. It's hard, like physically. It's hard mentally. Um, but I, at least like I know I have a decent amount of players who are a lot better than me that i'm like good friends with so I'd, i i've done this before uh, i've actually sat into a few of uh bobby zach and kevin's meetings for melee oh, wow. just when they're talking about random just fox and marth stuff and i'm like wow that seems cool i'm gonna go work on that and hmm. usually uh i don't know when it comes to improving i feel like it's always just like uh i'm gonna go work on that and I want to see it's it's for me improving is always about seeing what an option is. It's not about doing good things. It's always about like constantly being mm. curious.
0: Can you explain what you mean seeing an option is like like exploration uh, is that what you mean?
1: exploration like uh, for example, in my melee marth i don't I don't forward smash a lot. A lot of Marths at my skill level and even a lot of Marth at like the higher levels, they just don't mm-hmm. forward smash a lot. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I mean, uh, I mean, they forward smash a lot. I don't forward smash a lot. Because I'm like, you know, I just want to play neutral normally. And then uh, I think Tafo, one time I was playing Tafo at the COG facility, and he's like, dude, like, you just never forward smash. And I was like, hey yep. Uh, but then I do it, like, once every few games. And I was like, oh, cool, you know that worked, why did that work? And I think at the last hmm. Summit, I actually was playing Toph. And we ended up talking about uh, how important knockdowns are becoming in modern melee.
3: And uh-huh. I was like, yo,
1: like, uh that's a big part of why forward smashing with martha even as like a low percent neutral tool can be really good because you can cause the knockdown and see what you can do from there and that's something that i never like even took the time to try to explore and Mm. i feel like because i didn't do that um you know i just never started understanding where i could push that and yeah when it comes to melee it definitely be a lot of like hey let's ask this player what they think about this and then i'm gonna go and try to figure out the why and it's going to be a series oh. of building blocks of doing, like, oh, they think this, and I think they thought that because of this, and so on and so forth. And, yeah, eventually, I think you get a general idea of why good options are good and why bad options are bad, but why bad options work and why good options don't work. Right. Or vice versa, but mm-hmm.
2: the the funny thing is, you know, I think that, yeah, there there's a style... And that kind of makes sense, because I think that, like, like you know, you're, I, I don't know, I would say you're generally, like, pretty technical, especially with your, like, alt play style. It's funny, um, I kind of feel like the way Zayn got good is somewhat similar. Um, somewhat. Like, I feel like Zayn is a player who is For interesting, sure. because he would take, like, he would take an option that he, like, learned about, or, like, practiced or something, and he would just, like, kind of spam it, almost in a way. Mm. Like, he would, like, for example, power shield up tilt with Mart, like, like the physical power shield, where you power shield, like, a move, and then you up tilt, um, or something like that, right? And I remember, and he would just, like, try to do it as much as possible in as many situations as possible to, like, really understand, like, like, and it's kind of funny, because as, when you're doing it in friendlies, it kind of almost feels like, aren't you doing it? You're, you're, like, kind of overdoing it? It's almost mm-hmm. like, it's almost like the converse of what you're saying, or maybe the inverse, but it's like, he would overdo a certain option, and then use that to get a feel of when it's good and when it's bad. And yeah, then yeah. and then dial it back to a level where now it's just kind of incorporated into his gameplay mm-hmm. at a at a level that is just applicable and he can just use it when he feels like he needs it. Yeah. Um and I feel like that's kind of pretty similar. Uh mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of technical players kind of do that. And I I feel like I've kind of done the same thing over the years where I'll like kind of learn a new thing and then I try to like incorporate it and I try to like use it a lot, practice a lot until it just becomes something where I'm not overusing it.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the big thing with Melee, at least, though, like I, I go to like every Melee Summit. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's amazing. And mm. I do a decent yeah, amount you of hold it down but, in like, the Mafia, too. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's like, true. Very the true. The amount
1: of uh, actual uh, attempts for me to learn these things is like, it's pretty up there, you know, it's pretty up there. Like there's for a sure. lot of opportunities to get better. And I think the biggest thing is uh, probably just mental. Mm. it's really easy to get swarmed or swamped or lost in the sauce of wow there's so much to learn but yeah
5: i i i 100% agree with uh that i think that melee is a unique game in that it's so execution heavy that sometimes like cuz i'm a quarantine kid is how i would put it uh i i started taking melee seriously uh when quarantine happened and i i've been wanting to get good sense and I think that the way that I've found helps me the most is breaking things down into situations and then trying to understand those situations and, like, those specific situations. Um, but for the longest time, the thing that I was struggling with was just trying to, like, move my character. And it's so... Yeah. It's so Melee is a game where it's, like, I, I main Pikachu. And, like, Pikachu requires so many precise movements just to, like, yeah. recover. And uh, I, yeah. I don't know, like, I, I I'm curious, just like, like, how how do you balance that?
1: I, like, uh, how- I think the one thing that uh, I don't know, maybe maybe this is one thing that gives me an edge when it comes to improving is I'm brutally honest with myself. And I don't mean mm. like, hey, you're bad right because right. some people so, confuse
0: that with the negativity and, yeah yeah and but i'm yeah. more so like hey, yeah
1: there's a lot to improve on you're doing good this thing is really hard right mm-hmm. and the one thing that i'm always like for me this is kind of like a driving factor uh just in like life is like am i having fun with this mm, very and important. if i can honestly like tell myself yeah you know this is really enjoyable it's just really difficult you know, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with doing difficult things. Not not everything's gonna be as easy as you want it to be, right. but that's what makes right. like the outcome feel a lot better. And if you can have fun on the way there, you know that's that's what keeps me going.
5: That's inspiring. I love that. Yeah, i i have a I have a I'm, I'm just gonna keep going until they stop me. Um, like, cause something else that I found helps me is uh, just like understanding the frame data and understanding yeah. like you know what uh what i can do in certain situations based on like the physical limitations of the game is that a mm-hmm. thing in ultimate is that a thing that you would do if you wanted to improve in melee like uh,
2: get as nitty-gritty yeah in there? i'm kind of curious about that too actually because I, I,
1: i'm a frame data like nerd I, I love looking at nitty-gritties i love looking at like do i have or can i have one more frame of advantage in this situation mm-hmm. And honestly, uh, I, I think it is good to improve after a point. I think there is a point where you can get too lost in like yeah. exactly what the game means because Smash has so much creativity that it's easy for one situation to be pixels off from another situation, and it's right. completely different. so uh right. personally, like if I'm learning like new games i don't I don't focus too too hard about frame data unless it's like I don't know. Dragon Ball Z, round start, six frame versus seven frame. You know, you're just going to lose every time. Uh, right. But you don't feel yeah, like yeah, nitty yeah. into that. You know? I always
2: felt like in Smash, you know, and probably even more. Well, Smash is so analog, you know, that like, mm-hmm. because everything is kind of variable. There's no, in Melee especially, there's no buffer. Um, mm-hmm. And so like, you know, in fighting games, obviously, I mean, you played a lot of Strive, so you know, like, you know, it'll be like, okay, literally, if I'm ma- like if I mash here, like if they're pressuring me and I mash here. Yeah you know, there it's going to be a frame trap and I'm going to get blown up and Soul's going to far slash me. I'm
1: going to take 70% yep. or but, eight, soul can five K <laughs> oh, and
2: exactly, exactly. Uh... But, and that's, I feel like really important to know, but I think with mm-hmm. the way people do it in smash, sometimes they kind of over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they,
2: they do overdo it. Right. Where it's like, you know, being plus this or plus that in melee, a lot of the times doesn't even really mean mm-hmm. anything because of how variable even the inputs are. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like it is it is interesting.
1: For me, uh in mm-hmm. Smash is when I hit somebody, when can they do it something? Right. <laughs> like Fox's time frame one. Yes. Uh, Little Max Nair and, and Air Dodge is frame two, Luigi B is frame one, so on and so forth. I think that's like the biggest thing for beat. me. Uh because I just you know, I learn learn how to hit people and then deal with the repercussions later (laughs) so yeah
0: yeah and i think i think we've covered uh this pretty well i mean you've given a lot of good answers for this and yeah i really do want to thank venus for for calling in do you have any Uh shout outs for us today on your way out
5: uh sure uh shout out uh everyone here um y'all are great and i appreciate those of the support you give the melee community and the content um i want to shout out new york melee uh, Raya beats a legend, uh, great TO and, uh, every TO out there. I shout out shouting them out. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, shout out just melee in general. Uh, I love this community. Thank you. Venus. Oh, yeah.
2: Thank you, Venus. Thank you for calling in. Mm. Have you. a great rest of your day. Have a good you day. Too. Have a good day. Uh, that's a good question. I am curious. You know, I- I'm always curious. I, I- actually, I want to ask you a quick follow-up on the frame thing, Yeah. Lloyd. Cause I know you're kind of, you know, you, you kind of have that lens on, uh, you know, for example, I mean, frame data is a term that kind of gets over, over, overused. But, yeah, that, that kind of technical. Do you feel like, because the, the impression I get from you is you're on the extreme end of that in the alt scene. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that are a lot more, like, I, I get the vibe that a lot more of those sorts of people, the people that are attracted to breaking down games and the nitty-gritty stuff, will tend to gravitate towards a game like Melee versus a game like Ult. I don't know if that's, you know, just an impression I, I have. I
1: think so. There's not a lot of, like, super nitty-gritty stuff in Ultimate. Uh, and if there are, people don't really do them all the time. But you do. Uh, I do. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah you, let them know stuff Lloyd. I've been doing.
2: I saw your Joker. I saw your gun loops. What do you have a name for those?
1: Well, they're, they're just gun loops. I okay, I, gun I don't loops. like. Uh, Cause Gimmer made a video on them two uh-huh. plus years ago. Oh, uh, they're old. What? Yeah. What? No, nobody does you, Nobody does. Wait, them.
2: is this a weird? Is Gimmer like a, actually like a? Is he like an actual Gamer, lab Gamer's monster a, at all? Gimmer's a lab
1: monster. Yeah. I I consider like the, yeah, the games, massive dude. lab monsters, uh, or like the people that like are the most knowledgeable and lab monsters like me, Gimmer, Esam, Charles. Wow. And like if if usually in like my scope, if one of us four say something about the game, I'll like take it at face value, and I'm like, right. you know what? They know what they're talking about. Even if this sounds super duper ridiculous, like there has to be some amount of truth to it. Like this could be meta-defining, and nobody knows because
2: sure. only
1: we know mm-hmm, something
2: mm-hmm Man, okay good. dude good for good for gimmer i never i never really <laughs> had that
0: i don't know like i don't know i mean he because he played melee for a couple of years but i never he felt did a like little he was, bit he did a little bit for some dude, stuff he
2: was a thing. he played game and watch right
0: yeah he mostly did game and watch stuff in melee which <laughs> he does not not help his profile i'll be honest yeah he still does. <laughs> anyway next caller next, call next caller i just thought it was interesting to talk about
2: welcome to the show
0: huff with three f's what's What's up up? i think it is and where are you calling in from what's your question for us today count i'm good at counting
6: i'm calling in from the beautiful city of seattle washington very nice ah yeah so my question is uh well i moved here about six months ago from boston um i've been pretty involved with like data collection and stats for both scenes and i recently worked on the washington pr that came out kind of beginning of the year uh and so, with that in mind, uh, my question is: How do you do PRs for like a region of the size of Washington or New England? Like, what's the balance of including a certain number of players? Like, what's the purpose of a ranking that big? And do you think anybody gets left out uh, in those conversations?
2: You think anybody gets left out? What do you mean by that?
6: So, like, I guess an example, right, is uh, in the most recent rankings, uh, some people got mad and said it was a it was a Western Washington ranking. All
2: the Eastern uh, Washington people. Oh, uh, those yeah. those Bellingham. Listen, I as someone who used to live in Seattle, here's what you do. You say, You guys aren't as good as us. Come to our locals, because we got the best players, and that's just how it is. Okay, I've been True. in I've been in Seattle. I know how it is. And you know what? There's sometimes sometimes there's Chip. And Chip's pretty good, you know, and he comes and he actually shows up and uh, and proves himself. But you know, let me tell you, Eastern Washington, sometimes you, you got to hold that. Okay? Some things never change. I know how it is. I'm, I feel uniquely qualified to answer this question. This is a tale as old as time. I'm so sorry. Uh, but seriously, um, there's there, there is, sometimes there is kind of like a Like, I remember I was talking to, who was it from SoCal? Kadorin. I was talking to Kadorin about this. And Kadorin was saying that in SoCal, um, they, I asked, we're talking about Asashi. And Asashi's is the lowest ranked Asashi. member.
1: Asashi. Great player. The goat. Yeah, I've been playing and, melee with him for years. Have you um, really? Yeah, since before like Slippy, like on like faster <laughs> melee and stuff.
2: I knew Asashi was good when even um, even uh, uh, Fiction was saying, "Dude, Asashi's our lowest ranked member on the PR, and Asashi's cracked." So you know, you know, SoCal's good, and you know Asashi's good when Fiction speaks highly of him, right? That's it's true. Like <laughs> very, very discerning eye. So. Uh, Kadoran was saying that Asashi was the lowest person on their PR, but he was number 17. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like, why did you do top 17? And, and Kadoran was basically saying, like, well, you know, we on the panel felt like there was just, there was just a big gap in terms of the results from um, Asashi to like whoever would have been 18. Like, there was a big, like a moat. You know, it's like, okay, like this is a solid place to cut it off. And if we expanded it any more than this, there would be a bunch of people in contention. Um, so I think that pretty frequently it's just something de facto like that. I think it's just like, well, if we go any further, we have to rank a bunch of people. And as, as anyone who's ever tried to do this before knows the further down you try to go, the more blurry the results get. It's it's just like everyone has wins on everyone. Everyone Everyone's losses on everyone. Everyone's got really good wins and and really bad losses. And, uh, it just gets really murky. And the other thing you have to know is when you're making a power rankings, Um, of any size or scale even if it's uh you know the top five players in you know podunk north dakota Mm. uh, sorry north dakota uh, i won't use you as the example for this sort of thing once you have any smashy g users whatsoever at all uh fun fact north dakota the only state that has no smashy g presence whatsoever um uh yeah if you ever make a power rankings uh, people will be mad. They'll be big mad. That's yeah. just how it goes. Whether it's M I O M rankings or the Podunk Top Five. Um and so if people are mad at your power rankings, it's like a non like you, you that has to be to you as a uh like a cat meowing or like a dog barking or or the trees, the whistle of the wind blowing through the trees. It's just a natural thing. People power ranking comes out, people get mad. That's just life. That's nature.
1: Nature's um, healing the one thing i think about for rankings because for ultimate we've really only had like pgr right and uh, a lot of people like the pgr a lot it's been around for a while uh I, f- I feel like i've gotten shafted from some pgrs because whatever algorithm it used for that season mm. and then they use a different one for the next season mm. and they use a different one for the next season and uh one thing me as a player and a lot of people don't really have this uh i guess mentality or outlook outlook works um mm-hmm. is that a pr is representative of Whatever algorithm makes that PR, so a PR isn't necessarily one to one. Who's the strongest? It's who's the strongest with this algorithm. And people are going to get mad at that. But at the end of the day, you know, like I could weigh whoever lost the least amount of tournament sets or whoever, blah blah blah. Right? It's hard to make a PR that's one to one exactly what you want it to be. So to me, I say you do your best. You try to make it as good as you can. People are still going to be mad. People are still going to be happy. But at the end of the day, you know, there's many ways to calculate strength in a ranking and i don't Mm -hmm. think you should like feel super bad if people don't agree with your outlook of uh strength
0: yeah i mean i really don't have too much else to say other than the fact that i did the north carolina melee rankings for several years and um man there were so many people that were that you basically said well if you value this more then they're higher and if you value this more the other person's higher and that's and and then yeah like and then like what saying. Once we got down, we once we got down to about ten, some people were like, "Well, let's do more." And I'm like, "Doing more is impossible. You just go crazy because like, it's <laughs> you it's go every, crazy. Everyone beats everyone, and everyone loses to everyone, and none of them have like great wins. And why would you? it's so, so it's just it's just <laughs> chaos. And uh, so that so yeah, that was that was my experience as well. So I'm really just echoing what you guys said, but yeah, that was my own experience with uh, you know doing rankings. So I don't know if mm-hmm. there was more. Huff that you that we didn't address that we could, but I think you know, good answers from everyone here. Did you, Pee were you on the North Carolina PR? I wanted Uh, sorry, PR panel. PR panel, I was on the panel. Yes, yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, yes, yes. That's that's, what I know you were.
2: I, or I'm, or you were you not where you not ranked in your state that's real tough you'll get there one day dude yeah you keep <laughs> I practicing was, i was yeah very yeah. fortunate
0: for that and yeah. uh if
2: you need any tips though like gameplay tips pp seriously you know be, yeah, yeah you
0: got a youtube right let me i need to go check yeah, some yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, out yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we'll get you we'll get you there we'll get you there thank you got thank you i really appreciate it falco yeah 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 no yeah. you played falco i got i know you got me <laughs> um but no i yeah i was on the panel yeah for several years Okay. And, uh, in the brawl days when when uh we didn't have a ranking i was like hey maybe we could run one and uh, does anyone want to do it and they're like you could do it and i'm like oh you started up i started it oh. back you got up. the party yeah.
2: started you got the you got the party started
0: yeah i was i mean i was worried because i didn't know what was going to happen but i yeah so i started and i you know trial and error, and other people that had some experience helped me and you know mm-hmm. i eventually got a decent system going and so that's why i have a ton of respect for the the melee stats crew that does the rankings because th- even with just doing local stuff, that joke is hard. So I, mm, <laughs> so I yeah, I yeah. mean, I I feel for anyone trying to 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 do that. That is a very difficult endeavor.
6: Yeah, especially when people play under like six different tags and you don't know
0: who's oh,
2: who. But... Yeah. <laughs> True, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. No th- one makes it easy. Being a panelist is just hard. You gotta you gotta block out the haters. You gotta. Release your rankings into the world and then mute, mute those the notifications.
0: Mute them. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: right. Yeah. That's right.
6: Just to add one more step onto it, though, before we go, uh, sure. I just wanted to, to bring up another tricky situation. So sure. okay. last season specifically, you know, yeah. like a lot of maybe the best players in the state weren't mm. necessarily going to events. So you kind of get a PR with no Ka Master, no Wise, no Daki. Uh, and yeah. at that point, um, I guess like, they're all number the zero is,
2: that's what we invented number zero number zero a timeless tradition in this match anyway go on
6: Yeah, you see we talked about that. We we're right. We were right like why don't we just make Daki number zero? And that was like well, then you have Comaster going on a run at smash world door where he beats everyone with Falcon And you're kind of like well, is it really fair to give someone zero like when mm. both of them haven't really done things? Right. I
0: think uh-huh. I think what you do and this is something I see some PR PRs do is they'll just say uh would be pr but didn't meet activity requirements and you just put them you put mm-hmm. them in that list under the under the thing and if you want if you know who's probably the strongest you could make that one person number zero if you feel that strongly about it but otherwise just put didn't meet requirements and then you put you know a bunch of people there and so that mm-hmm. answers people's questions of yeah. well where are they there they are you found them they're right there yeah. next to everyone else yeah. in their own category doing their own thing
1: i like that you you don't have to like put a number on it just be like these these are our strong players but you know they're not on the PR. I'm not, yeah. not going to go out of my way to try to rank them. Because Such I don't want snub anybody that did enter. And I don't want to snub the other. Because there's multiple number zeros in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's fine to just not have them. For example, current SoCal Ultimate PR. There's no me, Larry, Elegant, and Charlie, and probably a few others. Oh, Oof. my. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa. And you know, we just didn't go to enough stuff. That's all there is to it.
0: Yeah,
6: yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's I think it's good to reward the grinders and it's not a good PR yeah. if it doesn't make uh-huh. someone a
0: little mad. That's true. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's also not a PR if it doesn't make someone mad. <laughs> I think it has to by default. But yeah, I mean, good question. Um I mean I think PR talk is good, especially you'll after get there. you'll
2: be fine. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, thank you again. Seattle and those and those uh those uh Eastern Washington guys, they'll they'll live. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, so if
6: you got you got a meta five PP or something? <laughs>
0: I'll uh, I'll I'll work it. I'll work on it. Yeah, we'll have to, I'll we'll work have on to it. Show that link uh, eventually. Yeah. But yeah, um good discussion. I think especially as um offline tournaments start coming back again, uh, thinking about how to do PRs and everything like that is is very timely and, and it's a good thing uh-huh. for the community. So appreciate the question. And you got any shout outs for us on your way out today, Huff?
6: Yeah, thanks so much. I appreciate the perspectives and voice ultimate perspective and yeah, mm-hmm. shout outs to Washington Melee, shouts to New England Melee. Still love those guys, and yeah, thank uh-huh. you guys so much.
0: You're very welcome. Have a good day. Yeah.
6: All right. Have a yeah. good one. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, let's yeah our way into our next caller. Yeah. 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 Wait, is uh, that's their name? Yeah. No, they're yeah. their, their, uh, their name is Test Tube Girl. What's Test Tube up, Girl? Welcome, Are Test you? Tube Girl. Saw you in chat earlier.
3: Uh, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> Where are you yeah, calling oh, in from? Um, What's your question? Uh, I'm calling from Japan, and uh, oh. my question is, how do you feel about American players traveling? Uh, mm. We know that most, uh, oh well, America is one of, if I mean, well, most likely the strongest region in Smash. But right. in Ultimate, for example, the Japanese scene is very strong. So, mm-hmm. I was just wondering, how do you feel about? Uh, Americans traveling. Do you feel like they travel enough in the scene? Uh, Mango expressed that he didn't really want to travel outside the U.S. for Smash Tour, for example, so that's my question.
0: Interesting. The way Uh, I look at it
2: is uh, yeah, this is I'm really curious in Void's perspective obviously because it's just so different from mm -hmm, Alien All. mm -hmm, But you mm -hmm. know, the funny thing is back in the day PP, I'm sure you remember when, you know, Justin Wong would go to like, you know, for he was go going and everywhere, like, man. Go, go everywhere, right? And you know, there, there, it's, it kind of goes both ways because on one hand, yeah, it's cool for that region if uh, if like a top player from you know the strong area goes, but on the on the other hand, if if top players from America don't go, that's also kind of cool for them because then they get the qualifying spots. Like there was oh, always yeah. this drama about there always be some fighting game players going to some you know, like lesser region or whatever you want to call it, like some some area where there hasn't, aren't as many top players. And then people get mad at them. They're like, oh, they're taking all the qualifying spots. Ooh, they're taking all the points,
1: you know. That happened in Ultimate recently with uh, Ultimate Summit 3. The, okay. There was a qualifying spot at Phantom, an Australian tournament. Oh.
3: And I think the only player that
1: traveled there was Dark Wizzy. And Dark Wizzy got the got spot it. and people were just complaining. And I was like, oh, eh, like it was up for grabs. It was just in Australia. You know. A long yeah.
0: flight. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like that does happen a lot, especially in regards to like a circuit. You know?
0: Yeah. Um I mean, you know, we've talked some. I think we've gotten a couple questions before about how can we grow other scenes? And I think one of the one of the answers is well, have American players go to them. And, you know, how do we incentivize that, right? And I think The circuit is a good way. And so it's this, it is, uh, you know, how do we make this work for everyone? And I think, you know, circuit stuff is, like World Tour is going to help with that. Um, But, you know, I think travel is just harder for people right now. And that's something that just kind Mm -hmm. of bring up. Mm -hmm. But that aside, yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, I think it's good for the Americans in that it also lets them understand the perspective of people traveling to America. But I also think if you do take any time to experience the culture there, which some Americans do, for example, when I went to Europe, I really enjoyed walking around Oslo and uh, Norway and um, seeing the countryside in Sweden thought that was absolutely wonderful. Uh, So yeah, I mean, I think that it can just kind of be good for, you know, Americans to experience that regardless. Um, But yeah, maybe not, maybe not everyone wants to do it. I mean, Mango's played for a long time as he's, you know, the person that you referenced there. So um, I think, and, you know, there could be a lot of reasons for that. I think, you know, the streaming mm-hmm. just being more lucrative. Traveling is extra time you're not streaming. And, again, we're in the content creation space. If you don't have YouTube videos or whatever lined up, if you're not, mm-hmm. you know, IRL streaming, to try and recoup those streaming costs, especially if you, you know, have as many subs as Mango does, then that can be a challenge. So a lot of factors to consider there.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Which I guess is something Void has to consider, too. I mean, Void, Void a successful streamer man himself. I don't know if you want to speak to that or anything else.
1: Oh, he, he, even just like going to some of the smaller smash stuff now, I talk about it on stream a lot. Like if you get if you, if you go on like a 3-day weekend and you get fourth, you know, it's not oh, really yeah. like it, it's not always like worth it. And uh, the smash burning yeah, money
0: yeah. ain't exactly his Yeah, yours. that's
1: <laughs> like sometimes I'm like, bro, this guy worked this hard and he got like $300. Like, <laughs> oh, and it's, it's the 3-day three 3-day three major with the 2 days of travel time. Right. You know, it's five days, and not everybody can immediately go just right back into streaming when you land. Right. So it's arguably like six days, and that's a big hit when it comes to content. Yeah. So, uh, in like modern content days, I think it is a little harder to justify traveling to everything. Uh, I know this was a big thing for me recently because there was no PGR. So, the only mm-hmm. thing I'm traveling for is uh, experience. And money for the most part, experience, <laughs> prestige, and money. And I'm like, well, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if that cuts it. But like, you know, with circuit points, it can be a lot more rewarding because mm-hmm. you know that there's right. an end goal. You know, instead of the end goal being Sunday, the end goal is something that you're constantly working towards. Right. And I, I think right. at least for Ultimates uh, side, a lot more players and even commentators will be going to a lot of the more global events. But I know for melee, uh, it's a very, very different.
2: Yeah. I think the Dark Wizzy anecdote is is interesting because it kind of goes to show that even if some people, you know, like, I'm sure there are a lot of people who thought it was really cool that Dark Wizzy, like, went to Australia and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, participated in an Australian event and, like, you know, like, like, was, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of the Australian players in particular who are, like, really excited to, like, you know, get to test themselves against a top player. Uh, uh and then on the flip side there's always going to be haters right like even if you think you're doing it you know for and it's like good for their scene yeah. and even if some people are really excited about it, there's going to be other naysayers they're like oh they're just out here farming points for this mm-hmm. for this thing and so this kind of goes back to the thing we we're saying with the powering thing but i feel like this is another classic example of you can't please everybody
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well, there is one big thing with smash world tour where uh at least for ultimate i don't know if it's the same for Melee. The player with the highest points per like region gets auto invited, auto qualified. I think it's like oh. eight regions, but uh, of course, I don't, I don't know. Like, what, what if I'm like, yeah, you know, I have, I'm twenty ninth in NA, but you know, I'm moving to Australia for a weekend when. You guys are calculating it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't know how they're going to deal with that, but they are trying to find ways to make sure players from specific regions do still get to go, even if the tournaments get sniped. Hey, shout outs to
0: Australia, by the way. No,
1: shout
2: yeah. Australia, by great, the way, Great yes. region. And shout out to Japan. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, for me, I'm actually going to try to go to one of the... Um, I, I actually am going to try to go to one of the uh, Japanese... Uh, you know, one of the two battle gateways. I know there's two of them on the schedule. Oh. So, but I mean, you know, for me, I'd be going as a commentator, but also like, you know, void your listing, your reasons to go. I think honestly, yeah, I think it's, it's like y'all said, it's, it's hard to say what should be done for me. It's just because I think it's going to be fun. And
1: okay. I want to go to Kagaribi just cause I'm not yeah, trying to right? get points. i just want it to be there, man.
2: <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. And so when is Kagaribi?
1: uh there's one in may but i can't make it to that one just because it's kind of short i think there's going to be a later one uh that's also going to be for points so i'll go to that one makes sense
2: but yeah thank you uh for your question uh test tube girl yeah i think it's it's pretty complicated and i definitely think covid adds another layer of yeah. complexity yeah. on top of it but ultimately yeah. uh you know you can't please everybody you got to please yourself that's how i feel facts uh-huh. but um cool. Well, maybe I'll see you there at the uh one of the one of the battle gateways.
3: Seems likely if you're going.
2: Yeah. Alright. Any shout outs you wanna do?
3: Jeez, man. Uh shout out to me for being great.
2: Uh super <laughs> girl, yeah. Yeah, hey, yes. let's go. <laughs> uh,
3: shout out to Purple Pear, Pear Adam and FKG for insisting on reminding themselves that I am better than them at Melee. And <laughs> uh shout out to ppmd for playing me the other day even though the connection was absolutely horrid it was
0: Uh, it was beautiful we i try to go for the ping record as much as possible
3: ah i'm still in the fox, dude it was too hard oh dude
2: i'm still in i'm barely in that realm where i can um i can actually fight japan like when i play offsets it's playable but i think that's
0: just because i'm west coast yeah, that is not the case. Yeah. That's not the case for me. Oh, that's so far, <laughs> dude. I can't even imagine. It is It is truly an experience. Not as much of an experience as we bring it back to Australia once again, but, you know, we get right. Gotta well, bring it back to, to Australia. Too, of course. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for calling in, and I hope you have a great rest of your full day, I think, you have now.
3: Yeah, likewise. Mm-hmm. Have, well, night, I guess, for you guys. But yeah, <laughs> have, yeah. Yeah. have a good care.
0: one. Have a good one. Looks like we got one more caller really moving through them today. Love to see that. We've, this is, uh, your, the name is a little bit long. Pop Tropaganda, I believe I get there. And what's up? <laughs> Where are you calling in from?
7: I'm calling in right now from the DFW area. Oh, very nice. Central Texas.
0: Very nice. Very nice. What's your question for us today?
7: All right. So, you know, before, before we all knew Larry Lur, there was mm-hmm. a Falco player from SoCal named Def. Ah. Uh, and I'm basically just wondering when to you know, like, in the Ultimate scene, you have players who've been playing since 2007, have been there since Melee, since Brawl. You also have yeah. players who started just the release of Ultimate. And I'm wondering, like, what kind of, uh, how does that kind of factor into, like, the like, the attitude, play style, and perspective from, like, you see, you'll oh. see from, like, top players.
1: Ooh, this is a That's great so one. I-, I love this question.
2: And Void, right. which one uh, of those I'll do you consider this. yourself? Are
6: you... Uh,
2: you're I, old school,
1: right? I'm... I'm the awkward middle child, okay. like, perfectly. Because I started playing in Brawl, right? Uh-huh. I played in uh-huh. Hawaii. Uh-huh. So I played Hawaii Brawl. Very, very big difference. Uh, and then when GSM. I went and, yeah, GSM. And I, when I went to and became a top player, uh, I was fighting all the Brawl vets. But I was older than the Smash 4 newcomers. And like it was it was like right. just the perfect, the perfect middle child. And I think it's really funny because uh, the biggest thing to me that I see in, like, the newer people, of course, it's a lot of experience. A lot of experience, explosiveness. uh, You can see a lot more of it on people's individual Twitters, if I want to be honest. (laughs) But uh, a lot of the older players, you can always tell. tell when you play against them where they're experienced. And I think that's a very, very uh, big difference. Like, this guy is playing this situation, like, as annoying as possible, just right out of the range. And it's so, like, perfection to an extent. But then the newer players, while well, they suck at that, they're just godlike at the few stats that they have. Like, they didn't have to learn how to space and Brawl. They just have to know how to blow you up at the, at the edge in Ultimate, you know? Uh, you don't have to learn how to play uh, disadvantage in Melee. You know, they just have to learn how to fast-flight neutral air Dodge every time and i feel like because of this it's a lot easier to pick apart newer players play styles because they don't have the overall experience however when it works i think it works better than a lot of the older play styles because you know they're just they've only been doing things that work they've put all their time and effort into learning what works they didn't have to like go up and down because they're going between games and metas and so on and so forth
7: yeah so what you're saying sort of is like it's more of like a like they're like the the qualities that kind
1: of older players
7: have are much more general
1: Mm Mm-hmm. it's general and it's everywhere like they they, they're experiencing random stuff dude like the Mm. the dumbest things you can think of (laughs) that
2: that must be every game um because i i've i watch a lot of like
1: Sometimes I watch
2: this shout outs to FGC translated. It's like a yep. YouTube channel that translates like die, Daigo, know, like right? And and, uh, and, and when the they guy. talk about this kind of stuff, it's very similar, you know, with like new school versus old, like old school players. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they'll find because they have the experience so they know how to grind out a set and really make you feel. But yeah, they might yeah. not be as cracked out in like some very specific aspect. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, you know, it's funny. I thought it was really interesting just as a side note when Daigo was talking about when he was trying to beat punk or at least try to get better than punk. And he really, he was like, I want to, because punk obviously a lot more new school. He was like, I want to become, he was like, I was thinking about it the wrong way. I was stuck in my old school way of thinking about it where I was like, I'm going to use experience to beat him. But I realized I had to become punk and I had to practice <laughs> the way the cracked out zoomers practice because otherwise I would never. And I thought that was so cool. But anyway, yeah, that's totally, I've, I've heard that. Dichotomy Express and I think that's so mm-hmm. trippy. What do you think about um what do you think about like cuz it's funny because how how much do you feel like do you think old school players are just way less afraid to speak their minds cuz you mentioned the Twitter thing?
1: Uh I just don't think we find validation in speaking our minds. Ah. Does, does that make sense? I don't mean in, like, a rude way or anything. If you want to say but... it, you just say it. Yeah, you're not yeah, worried about the yeah. cloud or the... It's
2: just, There's... like, you've... Yeah. If
1: if we, if we feel like we're good, uh, we don't need to, like, flaunt it. We're just going to enter and do our shit. But, like, sometimes the newer players are, like, you know, they just they just need like that support, that backing. But I feel like the older players were like, You know, we've 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 been in the runnings time and time again, like I know yeah. I'm either gonna win or I'm gonna lose, like I'll talk some shit, I'll get hit, like, <laughs> but the newer players oh, like, oh, man. I don't want to talk shit and get hit, you know, I want to I wanna be good, or I want to be trash, because I just lost to this random that I've never heard of, oh, or, you God. know, I want to let you guys know about this new tech that I've been practicing that's super duper awesome, and then fail it, and then be depressed,
2: <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you stake your whole livelihood on that shit,
1: yes, yes, and I feel like the yeah. older players, like, you just grow out of that specific part of it.
2: And it's funny because, you know, you're mentioning this with Ultimate. Obviously, it's like, I would say probably more applicable than Ultimate because there's so many, you know, there's such a bigger spread, there's a wider spread of mm-hmm. players, but you honestly, with Slippy in particular, but, and, and, and you, you, PP, I don't know if you agree with this. I feel like I see these attitudes reflected with Melee players too, like yeah, some decent. of the Slippy kids, you know, and, and you definitely see, especially some of these young bucks who, who got really good, really fast, <laughs> young, buck. um, young bucks, young bucks. <laughs> I don't want to name any names because people are going to take it the wrong way. But some of these young bucks who who yes are very cracked, very good, not super duper well rounded. And you get that vibe, especially when you I, I, I don't I don't say these things, but I <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's some of these Discord servers, you know, that people be talking Ew. smack about other people's play styles. Damn, this guy just does this one thing, blah, 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 but he's so good
1: at it. He's so good at that uh-huh. one thing.
2: And also their attitude, some of these new school players, they 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 take losses really hard. They yeah. take losses really, really hard. And they're, you know. And I think a lot of the top melee players definitely used to, like, you know, there oh, used yeah. to be, oh man, especially the best players, like, you know, Mango Leffen. I remember a lot of them. Oh, yeah. You know, you get, you know, you'd always have the, the sad tweets or whatever. It'd be like, man, you know, this is so rough. Um, but most, most of the old school people at this point, you know, you kinda you gotta roll with it. I mean, there's just there's mm-hmm. always gonna be another tournament.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think some of that's just gonna be an age thing too, right? Yeah. You're, you're yeah, young, yeah. you're watching your animes. And those guys are popping <laughs> off. And you're like, dude, my tech right now, I'm piercing the heavens or whatever oh, they say. Dude, now, I love know? piercing the heavens. That's You what know, I do. you know. So I mean, I think, I, like I think do. there's, I think there's just, you know, I, I think there's just, there's a lot going on in all of this. But I also think there's something valuable, right? Like you, we were also kind of talking about this. Like, we need the Zoomers so that we can, we can stay inspired. We know that, you know, someone's yes. always coming up with new stuff. They're grinding out crazy stuff that we didn't think was possible. We need that, mm-hmm. and then they need us. To be like, okay, look, I'm glad you're grinding out stuff, but what about playing the game? What about Yay. like, what's the most important or whatever, right? And so I think we we need each other, and this is and this is kind of the cool thing about, yeah, I I love talking about the differences, but I also am just glad that you know both exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. That's
2: very true. It is actually, uh, I I I I I I got to thank the Zoomers. I think that, um, <laughs> this is a personal journey I had. Obviously, I'm pretty old school at this point, I guess. Um, uh. I think the zoomers keep me interested in melee. Because I think that um, you know, Ooh. I've been commentating melee for so long that without the new tech, uh, without the new storylines of new players who are rising and, and people who who do stake their um it's funny, it's ironic. I'm saying I'm saying to the to the youngsters, I'm saying, hey, don't get so don't get all depressed when things don't go your way uh, in one tournament set. there's gonna be another tournament. But at the same time, like I do I Look, miss that because please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 'cause because <laughs> I think that seeing that keeps keeps me hopeful. You know, it keeps me passionate yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, mm. you know, watching getting to watch these players who 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 do have that 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 do or die, like, oh I gotta, you know, I gotta make it big, I gotta mm-hmm. be the anime, blah, blah. blah. Um yeah. it's it's inspiring. And it and it and it uh and 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 from a gameplay perspective too, I think, you know, these players that bring the new tech. Um uh usually are gonna from a gameplay perspective also inspire people like me to you know get off our asses access- and practice once in a while so that's me now yeah.
1: yeah, tell them <laughs> <him>. that's me <laughs> i mean right. people realize dumb things are dumb all the time it's awesome Except see I'm the awkward middle like child. The gun loops, man. Like the gun loops. Yeah, I I'm I'm always the awkward middle child. See, this is what I was going to ask you
2: was in what ways cuz you said you're the awkward middle child, but how would you say you're more like the boomers and how would you say you're more like the zoomers?
1: Uh I feel like I actually just play really smart. Most of the time I'm like, well this situation should be checkmate because you need to do this. Like you're not you, you suck at this. So like come on, like stop stop being bad there. That's all that's all you kind of boils down to. And then, mm-hmm. but I play like a zoomer. <laughs> like my whole, my whole yeah, okay. game plan is structured like that of a boomer. I'm like, I need to play it specifically this distances. If they do this, I do that. I react with this. I react with that. And then this is probably, well, this makes perfect sense. So I hate watching myself play. I hate watching myself. Oh. play Because everything I do makes no sense to me in like <laughs> the present. But when the me of the past, everything makes sense. And it just works. Uh, and I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing? And I'm like, God damn it. Like, I, I can't argue with the way I play because it works most right. of the time. And it's not just like I'm doing random risks. Like I'm doing things that are calculated and works. But I yeah. just don't understand it uh, when I watch myself play. <laughs> that sounds So difficult.
2: Void it's the rough. player as a Zoomer. Void the VOD reviewer is a Boomer.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, best of both um yeah but yeah good question here uh thank you so much for calling in with it pop propaganda and you got any shout outs for us on your way out today
7: uh, Well, i'd like to shout out Degi naganuma for being the catalyst behind the alert like the larry Lur thing yeah he did Yep. Yeah. uh for whatever reason <laughs> uh i like to shout out my friend who was try- who uh tried to call me in the middle of this uh hopefully i'll be i'll I- I'll be able to get back to him in that. I don't know.
0: Hope so. That, <laughs>
7: it's all good. Yeah.
0: Hopefully they. Yeah, thank super you for serious. having me on. Um, thank you. Glad yeah. I could ask this of course. Yeah. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you for calling. You too. All right. See you. See ya. Now that was supposed to be our last caller, but I saw we had someone uh, quite important in the queue, <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and make an exception. Bring them oh. in oh my hello. god look who this is to the show
4: oh my hey what's up guys how are we doing <laughs> We're doing hello. good. hello boss <laughs> don't call me that james
2: dude boss can i call, can I call you boss Hi, kevin. uh you can call me my boss but since, since i, I I'm,
4: can't i'm uh james's manager now i i don't okay. want him to call me boss i don't even want him to call me manager he he's only allowed to call me kevin <laughs> i only call him kevin
0: oh man <laughs> kevin Good working relationship. Um, yeah, uh, yeah that's great. What's do you do? You, what's your question for for
4: everyone? Yeah, I'd be the boy? opposite.
0: I, I'd make him call me sir.
4: <laughs> no. oh hell no. There's there's absolutely no way. I I don't want to ever have that relationship <laughs> with James. James, as far as I'm concerned, is he and I are still goons in the trenches. <laughs> like um. That. Anyways, so yeah. Um. Uh, I posted this question earlier. Glad that uh the people at Golden Guardians allowed me to jump on here, so Mm. quick preface with the shout out right there. Uh so my question is, and I guess this is uh something that's more so at Chris and PP. Okay. Um Yeah, I was like, if you came on and asked me a question, I'd be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh I've been interested in actually starting my own Smash related podcast before, you know, I was doing a lot of tutorials and things like that. Kind of, uh, it doesn't feel as good trying to do tutorials when I'm not a pro player anymore. And Hmm. I have also been taking a lot of interest in, like, podcasts surrounding music and NBA. And specifically, I love hearing about retired NBA players talking on their careers. Um, So, I just wanted to know, since you two are professional podcasters at this point in your careers... (laughs) What are some tips that you have for you know an aspiring podcaster who already has a presence in the space? Tips.
0: yeah Damn. that's a good question. Um, well, I don't really know if I'm a pro podcaster, but I can tell you that if i if I were to give anyone advice in this space and something I think people enjoy more it's it's knowing kind of the direction you want things to go, and not really just the direction but kind of a vision and an emotion behind it because I think that's what people are going to connect with that's what people are going to say I want to consume this so that I feel this so that I ex- have this sort of experience mm-hmm. and the more you can tap into that and give them that or bring in people that add to that or add their own thing to that to give it you know you know happiness plus chaos or whatever other thing you want to put in there uh, is, is is phenomenal, so that's that's something that uh that's something that I try to think about whenever I try to respond to people on here, or I try to you know think about you know what what we can do with it,
2: yeah. The um, and I'll add that, like, you know, I think that because this isn't really, I mean, okay, it depends what your definition of podcast is, but you know, I used to do uh, Scar and Show with Scar, and you know, with with the Scar and Tosho, Show, every episode was actually would often have somewhat of a different vibe. It would kind of honestly reflect on the guest. And so I guess the first thing is like, you know, you kind of want to figure out what the, what the, what's the word? Like, you know, on Radio Melee, it's like, I guess the structure, like on Radio Melee, like we like bring on callers, they ask us questions, you know, kind of thing. Skarn Tov Show is very much like about the guest and we made it about the guest. And like, we basically, you know, whatever they wanted to talk about or even sometimes do, we would talk about that or do that. Um, and I feel like making the guest feel, you know, like making it about the guest and, and, and kind of making them the star of the moment, you know, making them feel special is something that you definitely want to be able to do. Cause like, um, especially with your thing about like, you know, hearing retired NBA players talk or whatever, like, Mm. um, Especially in Smash, right? Smash is. Think about what Smash has. Like we're we have so much history and we have so much yeah. legacy and like we've been around for so long. The, everyone's got a ton of stories and and, and, mm-hmm. and a ton of untold stories. And yeah. you know, I think of things. I think of things like the um, the Michigan Grime PR and like <laughs> these story. Like I don't even mean the stories like the the stories that get told by the esports. Uh, journalists. I mean, the the real fucking. You know, I was at this dude's house at two thirty a.m. You know, just fucking ripping his bong, and <laughs> I was beating his ass in Falcon Dittos, and like he was getting so mad. Like there are so many hilarious anecdotes like that, and um, and I think that like that's if I was starting up a brand new Smash podcast, like basically what it's. I don't. I don't know if you have like a a real vision for what the end product looks like, but. I definitely think if you're making a Smash podcast, you want to remember what we have, what we have good in the Smash scene, and what we have is a lot For of sure. history and a lot of, a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of really hilarious untold stories.
4: Right. Yeah, I- so, so one of the things, one of the visions that I had, and I guess this is actually kind of the core vision of this, is that, mm-hmm. um, like obviously being a pro player, I'm like a Smash insider. You know, I know all of mm-hmm. you personally. And I would know like the vast, vast majority of guests personally, in -hmm. ways that like, you know, other people wouldn't from like their social media and whatnot. And so like, I I think a good angle is providing that that insider view. It's just, I don't exactly know what I want to do with these stories, you know, how do I want to like, how I want to jog their Mm. memories and how I want it being presented and whatnot. Yeah, if I if I started the podcast today, I don't think I would have a lot of trouble with, you know, getting guests, but it's more about uh, and I guess what PP was saying about like how I want them to feel and and what I want the emotion of it all to be. So that's all really good stuff to think about.
0: Yeah, if I can add one more thing real quick, I would say whatever you have fun with or whatever you really enjoy listening to like you were talking about the nba podcast if there's something that you really like about that or there's something that you think you're particularly good at or you just really enjoy do that because people are going to feel you enjoying that mm. and being invested in that and they're going to want more of it so you don't have, you don't yeah. have to think about it in terms of a podcast what do you really enjoy when you played melee what do you enjoy about you know work now or or whatever right and if you bring that out more then I think people people are really going to resonate with that cuz if if you're not feeling it the people listening are definitely not going to feel it you know gotcha. Make things make things you like
2: Absolutely hey, and I'll add, I'll add one more thing by the way. I'll add one more thing that you know
0: another thing you can do
2: is you can always put some crazy you can put some spin on it or some stick hot on wings. it right like hot right like hot hot, <laughs> wings or hot hot ones or hot ones right like you can literally do that like you can find some way uh to it's like, oh, man, yeah, you could just think of some interesting gimmick that you're just, if you have some other random, like, thing that you really like, like, I don't know, uh, boba or coffee or something. You, It's like, oh, I'm doing a show where I get coffee with a, you know what I mean? You could do some, so, so if, if you're having trouble, you can always think of some way to keep it. From. There's always something that no one's doing.
4: Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. I mean, obviously, this is going to be, like, a remote thing. So, you know, yeah, getting yeah, yeah, coffee with them is going to be a little challenging. But, yeah, James, were right. you saying something? nope that's oh. like a good idea just... uh,
2: nope <laughs> <laughs> good answer good answer good I'm answer actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's off. funny
1: uh i guess i i what i mean a lot of ultimate people have been doing podcasts too so i think the answers were really nice and insightful so i don't have much to add i was simply listening because i'm like ooh, i
4: i can take all of these ideas you could
1: yeah for <laughs> sure I,
4: I know i know that tweak talks is is big we uh talks? I, I have never gotten around to listening to it i've just been like, I love NBA, and I love music, and so that's why I've been listening to this podcast. And I bet you there's a large, large fan base of Melee people out there who would appreciate, like, a Melee podcast somewhat in the style of, of those two. And, and as you were saying, like, doing something I like, I know there's going to be a lot of people who like the stuff I like, too. So, yeah, that's all a good yeah. direction.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, I mean, good luck with your podcast. Thanks so much for calling in and uh, yeah, it's I mean it's great to great to have you on. You got any shout outs for us on your way out today, PPU?
4: Uh yeah, I, I actually have a few shout outs. So first I want to shout out you three. Thanks no, so much uh, for thank you,
0: thank for you. getting
4: on here and, and having me on. Uh it's been way too long since I've seen all of you. I think I've seen James most recent I know for a fact I've seen hmm
6: mm-hmm. Uh
4: <laughs> but January. hoping to see you all at Genesis. Also want to shout out Golden Guardians for all the amazing yeah. um, all That's the amazing legit. melee content, and also CLG, of course, for putting yeah. me up. And uh, by the way, yeah. uh, Golden Guardians and, and Zeke, I know you're listening. Get me Warriors tickets, please.: Thank you.: <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Uh,
2: <laughs> shout out and, to Steph Curry.:
4: Yeah, shout out to Steph, Steph Curry. And, and Curry. lastly, uh, shout outs to my boys, Zach and Bobby. Mm-hmm. Those guys are incredible. Still pushing, even though I'm not in there. Um, I'm with them in spirit and all that all that jazz. But uh, yeah, those are my shout-outs, boys.
0: Wonderful. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for calling in. Uh, good question. Hope you have a good rest of your day.
4: Bye, Kevin. Thank you too, boys. Take bye, care. Kevin.
1: Hi, Kevin.
0: <laughs> oh, the mix-up. <laughs> very nice, very
1: nice.
2: <laughs> Throwing a little spin on it. Before, before we say bye...
0: Um, but yeah, right before we go, and uh I know we're gonna be saying our buys in a second, but before that, it's your turn to ask a question. Void, you've got to do your own community voice, where yeah, you ask the I YouTube actually, audience
1: a question. I think I have a great one. Okay, and he's it ready. Kind of, oh. it kind of got very briefly talked about mm-hmm. when Kevin asked his question, and I was like, okay. "Wow, that's what a coincidence." So <laughs> my question is: if the streaming boom took off earlier. What era of players would you want to watch stream?
6: Oh, that's a oh,
2: good wow. question. wow.
1: Yeah. And um, I, I'm gonna go with my own answer. DSF. Any oh, era of dude. DSF, I think, would be really good because I I've been a SoCal Smasher since like 2015. I played against him in Smash Four. I've heard about how long he's been around since like even the Ken era, and mm, you know, yeah. it's just very interesting to. You know, I think we might take for granted a lot of the little side stories we hear from streams nowadays in comparison to only having to, like, see tournament results, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'd like to ask the community, what era of Smash players would you like to see stream if streaming had boomed a lot earlier?
0: man this is this is a good question but i also realized the earlier we go the more degenerate it is oh absolutely <laughs> so let's yeah, just, absolutely let's just assume
1: we're also watching it in that time era. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah.
0: yeah not a modern not a modern one. that would be chaos <laughs> yes yes um so the... i guess i'm glad when the the boom happened when it did but yeah yeah, that's, that's yeah. A good question Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Um, yeah even, even like yeah modern modern players modern casters like on the come up like what if people wanted to watch me when i played brawl you know i'm just like a high schooler yeah. in hawaii just <laughs> down airing people off stage and we both die all the time you know stuff like that i, I think it's like a interesting thing to think about
0: for me yeah, it's Drefin. oh man yeah that's a good answer imagine like dude he could have like a
2: down smash counter
0: just, how high <laughs> could it go Dre- I could see Drefin like trash talking everyone. I'm gonna spot dodge you again, and you're gonna miss. And then they miss, and he's like, "You're an idiot." <laughs> like he would he would he would call it out, and he would have like a really funny way of calling it out. I feel like yeah, he's like a nice guy though, or is he not? not I mean, nice I'm guy. I think he is a pretty nice guy, but I've I mean, he's got some trash talk too. I've definitely seen yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and okay. I and, and it's you know it'd be different if like um, I guess it was all in person back then, but maybe like he's been drinking or whatever, and then like it starts coming out. I don't know.
2: Right? <laughs>
0: But yeah, I, I could see it. I could I could see that. Oh, that kind of reminds me. Mm. Um uh taupe. Not not the first Oh person. man, dude, yes yes another Sheik player who was absolutely crazy he had an insane mm. beard at one point that would be good for his stream and yeah. then he would just start screaming about nothing like there's a clip of him at genesis <laughs> 1 screaming about how ganon is terrifying and it is what? one of the funniest things i've ever seen he's just like it's ganon
7: you can't do anything because it's ganon
0: where are you and he just starts doing where oh, are you I at in the middle of it this. it is so funny it is one of oh. the funniest things i've ever seen and so i having that on stream would be would be beautiful so that's yeah i think that's hysterical. gonna be my quick answer he was hysterical but yeah that's an awesome question um but yeah don't wait uh, to see the answers yeah the if answers you, for this are mean, i'm interested good. yeah peep the comments man i'm sure uh i'm sure there's a lot of good answers out there for that for a lot of communities that's right that's right oh my god dude but hey Dork. uh We've got we've got the community voice. We've got the caller questions. We've had Void. Thank you so much for your time, man. Yeah, it's been course. wonderful uh, having you in here, sharing your insight and experience with that was us. very fun. That was awesome. very fun. Awesome. And thank you so much, Toe, for holding it down, as always. Of course.
2: Gang. Of course. We'll be back, uh, of course, next week with another riveting guest. More exciting conversations on yes. Radio Melee. Signing out.